0: For all the info, head over to bit.ly forward slash mouth to mic. That's bit.ly forward slash mouth to mic. Welcome to the Voice Coach Podcast here for all your speaking voice training and guidance. My name is Nick Redman, and I am offering you all sorts of nuggets of wisdom on how to keep your voice in good working order and a true representation of who you are. So if you're a podcaster, presenter, actor, speaker or voiceover artist or a general voice geek, you're in good hands. Shall we get started? Oh my God, I'm in the booth with no water. has <laughs> <Why's> that happened? <laughs> Right, I'm gonna go on anyway. Hello. Um Tangent Alert. <laughs> but I've just had a really interesting session and I wanted to share something that I've reflected on from that. Oh sorry, I hope you're well. <laughs> etc. Thanks for coming back. But I've just had a, a session with a client I've been seeing for about a year. They're one of a group of elite sports instructors working in a very extreme way with their voices regularly in a very high pressured environment. And basically the company got me into, well, check on their voice technique and implement a few voice care routines, make sure everything was okay, really just to avoid any vocal issues in the future as this company builds and as their workload increases. I mean, it may or may not be obvious to you guys out there, you may be one, (laughs) but sports instructors really fall into the category of extreme voicing. Anybody who's done a spin class will attest to that. (laughs) Can you imagine? No, thanks. Um, But these folks work for a huge international company as well. So there's the added pressure that comes with that. Anywho, I've been working with this client for about a year remotely and regularly. And we went through, you know, all the stuff I'm going through via this podcast. So the fundamentals of warming up, vocal health, physical release, breath, articulation, the lot. And their voice is great, right? No issues, working really well, mainly because they do the work. (laughs) They are what I would class as a perfect student. They listen, they question, they engage, they go away, they do the work, they reflect, they come back with questions, we talk about it and we move on. You know, they're consistent with their practice and have raised their awareness of what their voice needs. Happy days. But today what came up was... Sort of a feeling of, what shall we use these sessions for now? <laughs> like, is coaching still needed? Am I still needed? Oh, God. Like, this person has all the routines in place, all the understanding, the technique, and the awareness to really go out and voice safely and efficiently for their work environment with no problems at the moment. And you know what? The answer to that could easily have been, nah, off you go. Good luck. Well done. <laughs> you don't need me now. And certainly, if it was a private client, I'd have been like, dude you don't need me right now (laughs) save your money off your pop and give me a wee shout in a while to check in because that's the whole point of being a coach right you know like you're giving the clients the tools to be able to look after themselves ultimately i'm not out here to make you all feel that you need me all the time like some kind of crazy cult leader i'm here to to set you up and watch you fly or voice okay nick chill out But the truth of this situation is the voice coaching is part of their contract and it's part of their job to come to the sessions. Fine, so we have to have the sessions. And actually, not just fine, amazing. (laughs) Because yes, from the outset, the voice is working brilliantly and they have all the tools that they need to keep going and for nothing to happen. But firstly, things can always go wrong. Colds can happen, busy schedules, stress, anxiety, life, whatever. But also, there's always something you can be working on for your voice. Always. We're none of us perfect. Crikey, I'm still actively working on my voice. And I'm a voice coach. I don't know if I've told you that. I did a great afternoon of workshops offered by the British Voice Association last weekend, all about spoken voice. And I got to be led through some amazing sessions by Barbara Houseman, Matt Dudley, Yvonne Morley and Joanna Ouston-Weir. And I had loads of light bulb moments, which is wonderful for a coach. I've popped links in the show notes, by the way, to who they are in case you're like, "Mm, who are those people? But point is, if you've got a six pack, you don't just stop doing the sit ups. Is it obvious I have no idea what it takes to get a six pack? (laughs) But people who have six packs keep doing the stuff to make sure they still have six packs. You know, it's an ongoing thing the thing about being a voice coach is the majority of the work that we do is often cure rather than prevention. So it's people coming to you with the problem rather than thinking ahead about voice work and preparing for any eventualities. And I totally get that because if you've not experienced an issue with your voice, why would you think you need a voice coach? But as a coach, it's such a luxury to also get to work with people who from the outside maybe feel like they don't actually need you right now. So basically, I wanted to offer up a few of uh, my reasons why I think it's a really good idea to explore the concept of voice training when you don't even think you need it. (laughs) Just like my client today, who, by the way, had a lovely session and still learned something about their breathing mechanism because of the work we did. So anyway, here we go. Three reasons why it's still an amazing idea to explore voice training, even if you don't feel like you need it. Oh, I will feel like I want a little countdown. Oh, that's a very British reference to top of the Pups. <laughs> Moving on. Firstly, preparation. You're prepping for all eventualities, and like as a pro voice user, as weird as it still may seem for you to think of yourself like that, depending on what you do. It makes total sense to be prepared. If your voice is part of how you do your job, even if that's just talking on the phone a lot, you need to be prepared. Like if you're a bus driver, you're not sitting off without a spare wheel, are you? Well, I'm not getting on your bus if you do. I once got stuck in Leeds for hours over a tyre that was burst. Thanks, Megaboss. Anyway, reason number two. You'll always discover something new. Always. I would bet money on it, and I'll give you a refund if you don't. (laughs) And if you don't, I'd say you're either working with the wrong coaches, which does happen, or, and this is the harsh bit, sorry, you need to take a good long look at yourself. (laughs) Seriously, I mean, genuinely no offence. But I remember doing this class with someone and they paraphrased someone who said something along the lines of, the day you stop learning is the day you die which is dramatic and I feel like I've said that already in this podcast. It really means a lot to me though, I suppose. (laughs) But look, I'm literally in the position of being someone who is a teacher, who teaches others and has to know all the things. And I'm always learning something new about my voice, my practice, my coaching. So if you ever do a session and you don't learn anything, I would say reflect on the coach you've chosen to work with and just reflect on yourself a little bit. Just say, okay. Am I open to this development with my voice in this moment or is something stopping me and what might that be? Because I've been there myself. I've been in workshops and I've been, for some reason, just not open to the exploration on that day. Maybe a headspace I'm in, who knows? But I have had to go, is that the work or is it me? (laughs) And sometimes, listener, it's me. (laughs) So do reflect back on your own mindset when it comes to things like voice work. Okay. Number three, it's bloody good fun. (laughs) And I'm sure anyone who's had a session on voice at some point will hopefully attest to that. Sometimes we just do things because it's fun. I do piano lessons. I am a 36 year old (laughs) who is learning the piano. Now I don't do it because I'm going to be a pianist and I want to like complete the piano. I'm not going to stop once I can play grain slaves and never go back again. I'm doing it because it's fun. It's good for my mental well-being and it's good for my cognition and, well, the uh, mobility of my fingers as I move through the years. (laughs) So sometimes we just do stuff because it's a bit of crack. And what's wrong with that? The nice thing about voice is it touches on so many of those other holistic practices that make us feel lovely. You know, it focuses on release of the body. It focuses on the breath. It's very focused on mindfulness and and awareness. And those things are incredibly useful for day-to-day life. So there you go. <laughs> I just wanted to get that off my chest because it was a bit of a light bulb moment for me. Oh, there we go. Working with this person, it was like, um, yeah, I mean, everything's fine, but let's revisit some stuff and see what we can find today. You might be thinking, Nick, my voice is fine. Thanks. It's always been fine. Thanks. I've never had any issues because my voice is fine. And maybe it is. But what if you give it a go? It's like there are loads of uh, wonderful voiceover artists who've been voiceover artists for a million years and they're like, I've not done a warm-up once, never done a warm-up ever, and my voice is fine. And it's like, great, well done. But what would happen if you did do a warm-up? Like, what's the harm in trying? You know, what if you went through these episodes again and completed the exercises, read some of the articles or the books linked for supporting info and maybe even had a cheeky wee session just to try? Like, what's the worst that could happen? Okay, I'll tell you you'd make a few mad sounds and feel a bit of a tit. (laughs) But you'd have fun and you'd learn something about your voice. Okay, that's it. (laughs) I'm stepping off my soapbox. Thanks for allowing me the space to share this. I mean, I say that like you had a choice. (laughs) It's just something I come across a lot. And all I want, and the whole point of this podcast, is for people to know that voice training is available so that if they want, they can learn about looking after their voice before the issues crop up. So there we go. Happy voicing, listener. And uh, let's raise a glass of something hydrating (laughs) to always learning. Did I definitely say tit in that episode? I think I did. (laughs) Oh, well, tit. Thanks for listening to The Voice Coach Podcast. For even more support with your speaking voice, head on over to our free community, The Voice and Accent Hub on Facebook. See you in there.